Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the fields of psychology and mental health. With your host, Gabe Howard, and featuring Vincent M. Wales. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Psych Central Show. With me, as always, is Vincent M. Wales. Hey, say hi. Hi. (laughs) My name is Gabe Howard, and let's go ahead and get started. Vin and I decided that we were going to discuss whether or not a person should disclose whether or not they have a mental health issue, mental illness in the workplace. It is. It's a tough issue, yeah, because on the one hand, very few people really want to, you know, hide who they are. But on the other hand, there there is often a very real risk of, of losing your job, as at least one person on this podcast knows. My story with mental illness starts, you know, frankly, very typically in that I did not know that I had bipolar disorder. And then one day I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And it, it really took me by surprise. I, I didn't realize that the feelings that I had, the suicidal thoughts, the depression, the mania, I, I thought all of that was just my personality. My parents reinforced this by trying to punish the behaviors away from me and it just it, it just kept going and going and going until obviously I was diagnosed. When I was diagnosed, I, I was working a job and you know I was I was put in a psychiatric facility, so obviously I had to call my work and, and use short-term disability, and I was off work for six weeks. And uh, I'd been at that job for a few years then, and I was doing remarkably well. I was the youngest person the company ever hired. I was making a lot of money. It was the the late 90s, and I worked in uh, computers, networking, and and IT, you know, back before the tech bubble burst. So since I could spell the word computer, people just threw $100 bills at me. So when I came back to work, people said, where have you been? I had no reason to lie. Remember, before I left, I was a superstar. And I was a superstar in every way. I was in tech in the late 90s. I was a male. I I was making great money. And I was really highly regarded. So I saw no reason to lie. I said, hey, I was, I was put in the hospital for a psychiatric issue. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I have a mental illness. I was suicidal. And everything changed. I'll bet. It, it changed uh, not well. <laughs> there, there's a whole long and involved story. I won't bore people with it. You, it, it, it all ended with, of course, uh, me being, you, you know, we're, we can use a lot of different words here. We can say terminated, forced to quit. Uh, the, the, the actual end was I was off work for being sick. Uh, another time, about a year later, I was in an outpatient treatment program and they called up and they said, we have reviewed your medical records and you are not in fact bipolar disorder. Or you, are, you do not in fact have bipolar disorder. You are lying. You are committing fraud against the company. And if you don't report to work tomorrow at your scheduled start time, uh, you will be terminated. I of course said, hey, I I'm not lying. I am sick. They said, we don't see it this way. We had an independent review. You no longer have short-term disability. You no longer have anything. You you need to come back to work because, you know, you're committing fraud. They, they, they really hit that fraud word hard. And I told them that I could not. And they said, well, then you're resigning. And that was the end of that. Uh, there, there's, you know, a, a little more here and there. But 
I looked back on it from that moment and thought, wow, if I had just kept my mouth shut, if I had just right. told them that, you know, I broke just my ankle. you had the stomach flu. Right, yeah, right. Like that. You know, gone with something that people don't ask a lot of follow-up questions. You know, I just, but I saw no reason to lie because I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I was diagnosed with a medical condition. Why would people right. become fearful of me? And it, it, it turned out very, very poorly. So let's go ahead and talk about the next few years. I stayed quiet. Mom was the word. The next job I had, I told nobody I had mental illness. The, the job after that, the people that I met, I was not the loud and, well, I just was not loud. And I kept to myself because I wanted to stay working because, you know, I needed health insurance and I needed a job and I needed money. So I didn't tell anybody that I was sick with anything. And that felt equally bad, but I had a paycheck. <laughs> so lie to myself and have health insurance and money or be honest and, you know, not have health insurance and money. And, and listen, not having health insurance and money means, you know, not having wellness, not having wellness at all. So for, for me, it was very, very difficult. It was very, very difficult, but I ultimately decided to tell everybody I know, and now I have a podcast. So I guess it worked out, but <laughs> it's not so easy as as you're going to regale us in stories of people that that uh, you know. Yeah, there's all kinds of different things that a lot of people in our society might choose to keep secret uh, to prevent either losing a job or or becoming an outcast in their social circle. Um, you know, whether, whether they're gay or they're an atheist or, or something along those lines. And, and, you know, and therein lies, you know, my little story, uh, I am an atheist and I, many years ago on my personal website, which was a, an anonymous site, um, I had a series of articles about atheism and, and non-belief and, and all of that. And, um, a job that I had applied for and this is my own stupidity I'm about to to describe here. Uh, they were asking for a lot of different qualities in their in their new employee, one of which was uh, web design work. So I gave them you know a bunch of different links of of sites that I had had designed, one of which was my personal one, uh, which you know you probably see where this is going. Uh, when they looked at that site, they dug a little deeper into it. They found those particular articles, and then they decided that I was, not worth hiring. And this was after they had already offered me the job. It was somebody else in the company who went in and looked at it and said, no, we don't want him. So what's interesting is we like to normalize mental illness. You, you know, you, you can lead a good life and be mentally ill. The, the, the world is not so different for people with mental illness, except for these targeted areas that we're trying to improve. And unfortunately, this is one of those examples where the world is just discriminating against people that are abnormal. I, you know, I'm making mm -hmm. the air quotes. I, I, I guess we're not on video. So people are getting discriminated against for all kinds of things. You know, race, religion, non-religion, uh, gender, mm -hmm. sexuality, uh, and of course, mental illness. So it's very, very difficult to decide just how far removed from ourselves we want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where it, what it really comes down to. I mean, if if your question is, should I say or should I know, um, <laughs> then it's really just a matter of your personal comfort zone. If you're okay with keeping your mental illness to yourself uh, because you are 
not wanting to to deal with any of the negative consequences then fine then don't keep it to yourself but a lot of us aren't okay with that and we we want to be our full selves around others and so again you know there you've got your uh there you got your quandary which which way do i lean and of course in your case you weren't deciding whether to disclose or not disclose you were just being yourself you wrote an anonymous website and you you accidentally disclosed and this is a yeah. this is a bit of a trick for people living with mental illness as well so let's say that you make the determination that you are not going to disclose certainly you're right nobody's judging you for doing so makes life easier in many many ways and besides who wants to be known as the sick person so those are the positive mm -hmm. columns in not telling everybody that you're living with mental illness it's none of their business and that's not what you want to be known for you want to be known right. for you know many other things not everybody is me <laughs> but then you accidentally do it and in your case like you said it was stupidity again making the air quotes because you you gave them your site which had this content on it but when it mm -hmm. comes to an illness, you can accidentally disclose by being symptomatic at work. That's true. You can accidentally disclose by somebody reviewing your medical records without your permission. Uh, you know, HIPAA mm -hmm. is not ironclad. It's supposed to be, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I can't think of how many times my doctors have left voicemails on my work phone. You know, it... You know, Gabe, this is blah, 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 behavioral health, confirming your appointment for six. Now, in my case, my, my voicemail was private, so I'm the only one that got it. But, you know, they don't know that. They don't know who's reviewing my, my voicemail. So I could have been outed, for lack of a better term, that way. So now mm -hmm. we've got that balancing act. So here are all the reasons not to disclose. I've decided not to do it. And uh-oh. Right. Right. And, Let me get back to the end. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Hit it. Go. Well, I was going to get back to the whole anonymity thing, as I was referring before. Yeah, my blog was was private. You know, my name was not attached to it in any any way, shape, or form. And a lot of people have have blogs and whatnot online today that are anonymous, and they talk about their lives, and they talk about their their mental health, and they talk about this, that, and the other thing. Thing of it is, anonymity isn't ironclad either. You know. Somebody's going to figure it out. Some people will know. Your friends are going to know. And you just never know when something's going to get whispered down the lane and come back to your employer. It's like, oh, that's this, this person's website? I didn't know that. And, you know, let's see what it says. And hello. Not yeah. to fall down, not to fall too far down the rabbit hole, but I, I think it warrants saying that people lose their jobs over unfounded rumors all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, having a founded rumor or even something that that's based enough on circumstantial evidence that it's probably you in some cases, you know, could be enough. So I, I don't mean to issue, you know, a warning to people that are writing online anonymously or putting stuff on their social media channels that, that don't want to disclose, but it, it, it is a fair warning. You know, the, the, the internet mm -hmm. is vast and the stuff on there lives forever. So if you're writing about living with a mental health issue, it could get back to your employer, even if you are doing it privately, anonymously, et cetera. But let's switch gears for a moment. Obviously, I, I finally chose to disclose. And, and Vin, you're on a podcast where you talk about living with depression as well. So, you know, hey, you, you have obviously mm -hmm. chosen to disclose as well. What are the benefits in disclosing? Our case is a little different. The benefits for us is, hey, we get a podcast and, and I can speak about it. But you're a little more less like Gabe. This is your only your <laughs> foray into public. Well, you know, and and I am I am a not Gabe uh, in in that I um 
I don't really feel that my condition is that big of a deal um, in in certain ways. It's it's not one that is debilitating for long periods of time. Um, I have you know persistent depressive disorder. So in other words, it's something that remains fairly steady from one day to the next. I have bad days, sure, but I, I don't miss very much work time because of it. Certainly no more than a typical person would miss due to, you know, being sick for other reasons. Um, and also in my day job, I, I kind of work on the periphery of the mental health community too. So there is nothing for me to be ashamed about as far as the workplace. There's, there's no reason that I would have any concerns about it. My family knows, my friends know. I don't really feel that it's, it's detrimental for me to admit to it. One of the reasons to disclose, of course, is it, there, there's a mental health movement. There, there's a movement to try to show people that people living with mental illness are just like everybody else. And that's very difficult to do if every time you see somebody living well with mental illness who's a doctor, a lawyer, a, a successful accountant, a homeowner, married, etc., you don't know that they have mental illness. For example, mm -hmm. I, I look just like everybody else. So if you said, hey, you know, that, that gentleman is, is married, he owns a nice house, he has a good job, and, and he's a really cool guy, and you don't know that I have bipolar disorder, then the minute you hear about bipolar disorder and all of the negatives, that's gonna be your only experience. So one of the reasons that I personally, ultimately decided to disclose is for advocacy reasons. I want people to know that if you are diagnosed with, with these disorders, you can live a typical life. You can get better. When I was first diagnosed, I could think of nobody living well with any mental illness. So I had decided to quit my job, liquidate my assets, and move into a halfway house. And it was hopeless. It was incredibly hopeless. So I want to come out, again, for lack of a better term, so that everybody diagnosed after me can say, okay, it's going to be okay. Gabe did it. These people did mm -hmm. it. So that's a very powerful reason, as far as I'm concerned, to be out for an advocacy state. Sure. Makes perfect sense. There are other reasons, too, though. If you, if you know anybody who is in the closet, whether it's about mental illness or their, their sexuality or what have you, and they're miserable, who wants to be miserable? Who wants to live a lie? Who, who wants to live as anything that's not their full self? publicly. So being true to yourself, I think is, has a lot of, a lot of value for your own mental health. It's sad, of course, that the discrimination and the stigma surrounding mental health diagnoses makes us have to consider this at all. Uh, for example, if I get a bad haircut, I don't think, hey, should I go to work on Monday because I might get fired for having a bad haircut? There's no stigma and discrimination attached to a bad haircut. There's, there's, there's just a ridiculous amount of, uh, I can't even think of the right word, Vin, but just garbage surround. The illness is bad enough. And what mm -hmm. society heaps on it due to lack of understanding, lack of education um, is, 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 of course, terrible. Uh, and it, it's, it makes it more difficult to deal with the illness when you're also dealing with these misguided expectations that people have of you. And like I said before, it's terrible to decide whether or not you want to be who you are or you want to have a job. And in our society, job equals health insurance, health insurance equals care, care equals wellness. And when you have an illness, you need care yeah. and somebody has to pay for it. So this is one of the reasons that, that we do this. But 
you know, we, we've talked about reasons to come out for mental health reasons. We've, we've talked about reasons to be honest about, and you know, you know what, I'm going to back that up. I don't want to say be honest about living with mental illness. I just, I just want to say disclose because all of us are honest to ourselves. We're not lying to ourselves. We, we know what's wrong. We're telling ourselves the truth. We just find it so incredibly difficult to tell other people for fear of what they're going to do to us. Mm-hmm. And they think fear we're the being bad judged. Guys. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And fear of not having access to the same resources and opportunities as other people. One of the things that people ask me when I speak, they're like, listen, if you were me, would you come out? First, I can't answer that. That's not up to me. But I I always answer it like this. For the cause and to move this down the road and to make life better for the next generation of people that are going to be diagnosed with mental illness, absolutely. You, You know, stand up and be counted. Let's show people that people with mental illness you know, can and do lead meaningful lives, but it's going to be a fight and you've got to decide if you're able to fight. And if you're able to fight, you know, people like, you know, Vin and I'll stand with you. If you're not able to fight, hold back until you are educate your family, start small. You don't necessarily have to tell your employer on day one, maybe just tell your mom and dad, your friends, you know, your church, uh, your social circle. And that has an incredible amount of value. Vin, do you have anything to add? No, I, I just um, I just hope that anybody listening to this who is equivocating uh, now feels a little bit better about things. There are a lot of people living successful lives with mental illness. We just don't talk about it enough. PsychCentral.com has a ton of forums, a ton of writing about openly living with mental illness and living with mental illness, you know, on the down low. So... You are not alone. Like our Facebook page, read all of those resources and know that there are millions of people in your corner, even if we're not always loud. So thank you very much. And we will see you next week. PsychCentral.com is the internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. PsychCentral is overseen by Dr. John Grohall a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is a professional speaker, award-winning writer, and mental health advocate. You can find more information on Gabe and his work at GabeHoward.com. Vincent M. Wales is an award-winning speculative fiction novelist and suicide prevention crisis counselor. You can find more information on Vincent at vincentmwales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. And then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. 1 in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.